Hello there, Dunder Mifflinites, and welcome back to another episode of The Office ASMR, a sleepy time podcast to fall asleep to, whether you're uh, alone, traveling, just need a way to relax. This is all about giving you a way to enjoy one of the great television shows of our generation without having the screen on. Turn the screens off, guys. Don't You can read a book before bed, but don't have that blue light from your devices uh, that will mess with your circadian rhythms and you will uh, not get as quality of a sleep. So uh, you can even, I turn on the thing on my phone where it turns into a you know, the nighttime mode, and it looks kind of orangish, whatever, but anyway, uh, you do need to turn the screen on just for a couple minutes to set your sleep timer. I want to make sure your sleep timer is set, at least for the end of the episode, probably about 20 minutes, depending on the podcast app that you use, uh, you can set it for the end of the episode, and want to make sure you are drifting off effortlessly. Uh, I used to have an outro on the episode's of, you know, the theme song, but you guys let me know that uh, I woke you up and I took it out. So your feedback is always appreciated, whether it be over on Twitter, I got links in the show notes to that, or uh, iTunes reviews. There is a, uh, especially now with the currency fluctuations, there's a very strong exchange rate between five-star iTunes ratings and Stanley Nichols. And, uh, you know, the exchange rate between Stanley Nichols and Shrewbox is is very favorable as well. So those five-star iTunes ratings are extremely valuable and much appreciated no matter what. So today we're going to get into episode 19 of season two, which is Michael's birthday. This episode was aired originally March 30th, 2006. So actually almost exactly, uh, you know, literally exactly uh, 14 years from when I'm recording this. I'm recording this a little bit early uh, to get ahead on the episodes. And it was directed by Ken Whittingham, written by Gene Stupinski and Lee Eisenberg. So let's get into Michael's birthday here. And we're going to start with our cold open of uh, calling cards. Phil drives a Corvette. Don't worry about it. Even in 2006, calling cards were a tough sell. Which is what Ryan says, who uses calling cards anymore. And it's all the guys in the office are in the conference room. And Toby says, did you lose a lot of money in that last one? When the the king of Nigeria, the son of Nigeria, emails you, you help. Raise your hand if you want to get rich. Jim wants to know how this is not a pyramid scheme. Michael draws Phil, me and another guy. We're going to get three people each. More people investing. And Jim draws a pyramid. This is a perfect, perfect scene. Wow. 
Michael looks very distraught. He says, I gotta go make a call. That's probably one of the shortest cold opens while also being uh, effective, funny, and iconic. The pyramid scheme. Kind of reminds me of, uh, it's like LuLaRoe a few years ago. There's an amazing Vice documentary about LuLaRoe. Uh, I never got tied up in that. Never got tied up in that crap. None of it. All the all these people I graduated college with, they were like, they would message me on Facebook and say, "Oh, I have this business opportunity." I'm like, what, bro? We talked one time in the hallway of a dorm. Why are you messaging me right now? Michael comes in and Pam says, "Happy birthday." Michael was very excited. This is a true, this tie that he's wearing is like a true Burlington uh, coat factory, like cheap, cheap tie. Uh, he shares a birthday with Eva Longoria, and he's letting everybody know that, uh, or he's letting the camera know that everyone goes crazy, showing that no one's really uh, doing much. It's interesting. He has a pinstripe suit on, which he doesn't, he rarely ever wears. But I don't think this is the episode that it's a woman's suit. Power suit. Uh, Jim is explaining that his birthday, uh, Michael, like, goes on a sugar high, crashes, and falls asleep early. And, and Kevin comes in very sad. Uh, because he's waiting to hear from his doctor. Oh, yeah. Michael says, new, new suit from Italy. Bulgaria. Dwight says, question. Can I be in charge of the parting planning festivities? And... Dwight, uh, Dwight wants to run the party. Um, here's a good, this is a good gift right here. Hands up, pumping the hands up, boom, boom. Ins, 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 ins. Now I got the uh, PPC, the party planning committee of Angela, Pam, and Phyllis. Dwight storms in. Let them know he wants trick candles and a list of things that Michael would like to be surprised by. He wants a stripper gram. And uh, Angela says it's a closed door meeting. Dwight obeys, of course. And Michael now in his office. Jan on the line. Very subtle way of him to say uh, his urgent call to wish her a happy birthday, but he thought we had the same birthday. Michael needs a lot of validation. A lot of emotional damage clearly happened to Michael as a child. You know, if we got a young Sheldon show on CBS, the young Michael show would not be... Uh, as comedically rich. I don't think that show's funny anyway. 
I try wonder sometimes if I revisited the early seasons of Big Bang Theory, if I would enjoy it as much now as I remember enjoying it back then. Yeah, I don't know how that show has aged, but, you know, who knows? Michael's now standing in the kitchen saying, oh, yeah, someone brought him to us for my birthday. I think it was him. Uh, Kevin is telling Jim and Kelly he might have skin cancer. And and Kelly says, Princess Diana really uh, made death a big uh, consideration for her. Michael, Michael and Toby in the kitchen. Toby says, I guess I forgot it was your birthday. Michael says, I forgot. Guess I forgot to give you a donut. Closes the box. Poor, poor, poor Michael. Now we're back in accounting with the three accountants. And uh, Oscar tries to reassure Oh, we get a delivery from Michael Scott. It's a huge box. He clearly believes it is a stripper gram. Asks for a chair and some singles. Delivery woman is extremely confused. And, uh, says he's so nervous. Pam, Pam signs for the package. Michael's talking head here. When he was seven, his mother hired a pony and a cart for all the kids. And he had a really bad rash. I forgot about these scenes. Yeah, this kind of explains, you know, the emotional validation that he needs. He says, you know, his mother rode cream on him for three hours. That was his worst birthday. He was seven. When he was seven. Now we have Dwight playing a recorder while Michael is shoving. What, is, what are you eating? Are you eating cake or donuts? Oh. Yeah, he's eating the donuts. Dwight says it was for the longest time by Billy Joel. My mother is the only one that cares enough to send him. Dwight says I care more than she does. Luke Perry's friends don't treat him like this. Now we're back in the kitchen with Jim and Pam. Talking about Kevin. Poor Kevin. And Pam says if I knew I had a week to live I'd go to Europe. In South America, in the Grand Canyon, and see the Pacific Ocean. She's a, it would be a busy week. What would I do if I had a week to live? I'll uh, get a noodle on that one. I'll ask my wife here later. It's interesting. Dwight, Dwight's alarm goes off while he's on the phone. He says it's 11.23 exactly, the exact moment when you emerge from your mother's vaginal canal. 
and Haz will have a seat. And uh, Dwight is now going to follow the traditional Hebrew tradition. Uh, Hebrew tradition of hoisting him up on a chair at this moment. Dwight, or uh, Jim and Pam are in the kitchen. Says, oh, we shouldn't go get Kevin something. Think we can get out of here? Michael says we need a diversion. While four guys pick up Michael in the middle of the office and put him through the ceiling. And uh, now we get a guy. He says, uh, delivery guy is told. It's not an eight foot sub, but it's eight foot long subs. Dwight has $39 and 60 cents exactly with no tip. Why tip someone? For a job I'm capable of doing myself. Taxi, food delivery, haircuts. I did tip my urologist because I can't pulverize my own kidney stones. And I got the subs. Birthday party subs. Bologna, tomato, and ketchup. Everybody comes back and... No one, no one's happy about these subs. Michael takes them back to his office. Now he says when he was 16, he was supposed to go out on a date with a girl named Julie. But there's another Michael in the class that she thought the date was with, so she went out with him on my birthday and got him a cake the restaurant, but it wasn't his birthday. So that was his worst birthday. So now we have uh, Jim and Pam walking through some sort of grocery store. They got M&M's, American Pie 2, which is his favorite movie. Interesting choice, Kevin. 69 cup of noodles. But it is his favorite number and his favorite lunch. Now we have Dwight and Ryan in the kitchen. Says, hey, you got five, I've got five feet of sandwich. Someone ate three feet of that. And Dwight whispers, Angela, this is the most important day of the year. I can't risk anything. That meeting later to discuss finances. Angela says yes, but, but don't expect any cookie. He says, I want, I want cookie. And Ryan is still standing in the kitchen. <laughs> oh my God. Ryan, and then the talk, the, you know, Ryan has a talking head where he just looks absolutely shocked. Oh my God, what if I want cookie? Mm. Jim buys some fabric softener. Pam seems to like that. Now they're singing happy birthday with a cake. And uh, happy birthday to uh, K. 
Kevin's phone rings in the middle of happy birthday, and he says, respect the birthday, please. And it was just Stacy. And now he's excited for the candles. And uh, Michael seems disappointed that they're not trick candles. When she comes back, they will do happy birthday again. Haven't had a hug all day. Angela says, no one cares about your birthday. Kevin's waiting to hear if he has skin cancer. Am I supposed to care about birthdays? I feel like I don't care about birthdays. Including my own. Who knows? Michael says, Michael's very distraught at the news. It's terrible, terrible news. And takes the cake into his office. As we go back to the supermarket. Oh, it's a Rite Aid. I can see the sign now for uh, the store. Jim dares Pam to make an announcement. And she says, Luke, this is your father. And uh, calls her a dork. She says, ma'am, please don't touch that. Jim, Jim, how old are you? Now we got uh, Toby and Kevin back in the annex. Michael says, 98% of people with skin cancer fully recover. Still scary. Toby was just telling Kevin to switch insurance plans because theirs is so bad. Michael says, the best medicine is laughter. Toby. Toby says something. He says, why are you here? I didn't invite you. Michael says, I think you should go home and take the rest of the afternoon off. Kevin says, he's going to drive myself crazy. Michael says, you're driving everybody else crazy. Crazy with worry. Now Michael's uh, taping a yellow band on his wrist. I've never noticed the scene. What are they doing? Hello. I don't know. What he, I have no idea what that scene was. I've never noticed it. I'm seeing the show through a whole new light, really. Dwight wants to know where Jim has been. And, uh, Michael comes out, says, attention, please. Kevin, we're going to take you to a special place that will make you happy. That is far, far away from the evil sun. Michael calls Stanley Gross. And... They go to an ice rink. 
This is two separate locations in one episode. Pretty interesting. And they have the whole office on skates here. We get Oscar uh, spinning around very gracefully. Michael uh, is a very good skater, turns out. He's got like full on hockey gear. I wonder if, I mean, I don't know, Steve Carell must, must be pulling us off. I'd like to see some of the behind the scenes stuff here. Jim's, or, uh, Michael comes around to Jim and Pam and says, Next time you're in the shower, you should, you know, check yourself. Those things are like ticking time bags. Something to think about. We got, uh, oh, that's right. He has the yellow band because of Live Strong. And Carol is at the ice rink. And, uh, she has her daughter there for a skating lesson. And, uh, you know, the fun fact is that Carol is actually Steve Carell's wife in real life. Now Michael is taking, taking her children out on the ice. Skating. Creed is uh, slaughtering some people at the arcade. Kevin gets a call. Michael skates right up. And uh, he seems to be relieved that it's negative. Kevin, uh, Michael misinterprets that. Rips off the yellow paper live strong band. Says we're going to beat this. In the medicine community, negative means good, which makes no sense. And now we're in the birthday room at the uh, at the ice rink, opening presents. Michael gets the Wilkesbury Scranton Wilkes Bar. Number one from Dwight. Pam has a gift from everybody. From Michael. Night swept. Cologne. Pam says, you know, Michael's birthday was pretty cool. And it's got shots of them at the right aid. Says, hey, it was a good day. It was a good day. Gotta say, today is a good day, and everything is all right. Not a jacker in sight. And that is Michael's birthday. Some of these seem to go quicker than others. It's interesting. Interesting. Well, I hope at this point you are relaxed and dozing off, and if not, then, uh, Enjoy the next sleep podcast that you may be listening to. Good night. Sleep tight. This has been a great Scott production.